Why are people so stupid? Greetings, future corpses, and welcome to people who judge other people for judging other people because they like to be judged by other people simply for judging people because they're different. I will be your funeral guide, Glenn Lee Allen Davis. I have lived my whole life being judged by others who don't even know me. They have always underestimated me mostly based on the way that I look. I have been thought of as a thief, a criminal, a degenerate, a lowlife, and even poor trailer park trash. Well, I guess that last one's probably true. I'm proud to be trailer park trash. I learned very quickly that I could use people's judgment to my advantage. But not everybody has that ability. Some people are more sensitive than others. And this attitude of prejudice has fueled my hatred for religion, because they're one of the major contributors to such judgment, and being out in public. But one particular establishment is worse than all the rest, a department store called Sears. The day they went out of business was a happy day for me indeed. It took over 20 years of my curses and bad wishes, but it finally happened. So look at that. I have magical powers. I'm Jesus. Now with that in mind, I will give you just one of many stories that relates to my interactions with Sears. So around about the age of 20, 21, I decided to go to Sears because it was close to where I was living. So I took a walk, went down there and thought I would check out some video games. I wasn't too gothed out. I didn't have any makeup on. My hair was down and I was wearing all black. I had a black jacket on. I went up to the to the second floor is where the electronics department was when I heard this weird noise like a like a thumping and then I saw somebody out of the corner of my eye and there was this huge guy he looked like Chris Farley uh, from the guy down by the river and living in his van and he was storming towards me saying sir sir excuse me sir like literally yelling across the entire store and I didn't know he was talking to me. I had no clue. So I heard him coming. I kind of glanced over and I saw now that he was looking at me and he was storming towards me and I didn't know what to do. So I just kind of took a step back, kind of in shock. Sir, sir, excuse me. Yeah. Can I help you? Is there something I can help you with? I'm just looking at the video games. Oh no, 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 we're getting rid of all of our video games. No more video games here, sir. No more, we're getting rid of all of them. Now, at that point, I just remember feeling like the worst piece of shit you could ever imagine. My shoulders dropped down to my knees, I just, I didn't really comprehend what he was saying at the time until later, but just the tone of his voice and the way he looked at me and the way he treated me, it, I just knew that I had to get out of there as soon as possible. I felt so low. So I didn't say anything to him. I kind of just put my head down and just walked away and he didn't say anything else. He just kind of stood there all macho looking like he, as if he did his job and got rid of the bad gothic guy or something. And I continued to think about it after it happened. It kind of haunted me for a while. It's like, what the fuck did I do wrong? And even if they were getting rid of all the video games, 
They still had video games right in front of me. Why couldn't I buy those video games that were sitting right there? It was just completely ridiculous. Of course, it made no sense, but the guy thought that I was going to steal something. And so he just wanted to get rid of me based solely on the way that I look. What an asshole. So that wasn't the first time that I experienced something uh, uh, that made me feel kind of uncomfortable or just stupid for who I was or how I look. But it certainly was at that time the worst. I mean, many stores have treated me badly, but followed me around the store, looked over my shoulder. Even at one point, I was falsely arrested. And that's a long story. I'll save that for another video. If you've experienced something like that, leave a comment. I want to hear what you guys have to say. And if it's a particular store like Walmart or Kmart or whatever it is, name the store. I mean, this happened to me over 20 years ago, 25 years ago, and it still bothers me to this day. It does. I mean, I'm not, I'm over it, but in a way it's like, man, fuck you. What the fuck is your problem? So if you have a similar story, leave a comment, let me know. I'd love to hear about it. Now, over the years, I've learned a lot to get over such things as this, but I'm sure there are a lot of people who don't have that ability or don't have as thick a skin. Some people take rude comments very seriously, whether it's in real life or online. They take it personal and it tears them down. It makes them feel like they have nothing else left until finally they rise up and fight back. And sometimes when those people fight back, they do stupid things. I know the anniversary of Columbine just passed recently, and I can't help but think how those kids were treated by cruel judgment shaped the way they thought and acted upon those thoughts. Now, I'm in no way condoning what they did at the school, and neither would I ever condone violence towards other people in any way, shape, or form. But I'm letting you know that I understand it and it has an effect. While most of us do become stronger from the horrible events that happen to us throughout our lifetime, there are a select few who let it fester inside of them and it keeps building until they're overcome with hate. And this hate fuels revenge. And hopefully by me talking about it here today, if you're experiencing that, I'm letting you know that you're not alone. You don't have to let it bother you. The big question is, how do we stop this cycle? Because the sad thing is, over the last 25 years, from my experience, people still haven't changed because there are different types of people. There are nice people, there are rude people, there are ignorant people, and there's dipshit assholes that are just fuckheads. I'm sorry, that's just the way some people are. As much as you want people to accept you for who you are, you also have to accept people for who they are. And part of that acceptance is understanding that some people are assholes. I've found that the sooner you learn this life lesson, the less these things will affect you in the future. I can't say that I'm 100% innocent of not being an asshole sometimes. I'm a hypocrite just like anybody else. I try to practice what I preach, but a lot of times I don't because sometimes I don't think. I'll make fun of somebody, I will make a comment when I shouldn't, but usually if I put my foot in my mouth, I'll apologize for it if I know that I hurt somebody. I would say 90% of the time, I usually don't say it to somebody's face. I may think it just to be funny, I may say it in private. In the end, I do my best not to hurt other people's feelings. Now, if I could do it all over again, knowing full well how people would treat me, would I change? No. Fuck no. 
Absolutely not. Not for a second. I would rather look like a freak, get ridiculed, be put down, beat up, whatever it is, for a hundred years, rather than to just live one day as a normal person for the sake of fitting in. And that's what I love most about goth. You are fearless when it comes to being unique and an individual. You should be proud of yourself for that. And remember that the next time somebody puts you down for being different, fuck them. Fuck their small-minded, stupid-ass, dipshit bullshit. You are a wonderful person no matter what you look like or what you want to be. Don't ever forget that. Now, I know that most of the people watching this are probably more on the receiving end of bad behavior rather than giving it out. So those people are probably not going to be around to learn any new life lessons. They're probably not going to gain anything from this conversation. But hopefully you will. Don't let someone else's actions bother you. And don't let others bring you down. Be who you want to be and be damn proud of it. Welcome to the afterlife. <laughs> Welcome to the afterlife. On the gothic side of life, of course, where I go in depth on the videos I post on YouTube. This is your companion guide. So what you just heard was kind of some experiences I had growing up looking different. And that was kind of the topic of the video. I think anyone who has ever dressed or looked or is not normal in the sense of whatever normal should be has experienced some form of discrimination towards them while you're shopping in a store or doing anything for that matter. It's, it kind of sucks. It's, a, it's something you deal with, but it does kind of suck. I'm no one to say that I am better than anybody else because I judge people too. I, I do. I mean, it's human nature to a certain extent. But there are ways to do it, and there's ways to approach it that aren't just rude. To use your mind and think about things rather than automatically uh, uh, put people out or treat them like shit. So after this video, I got a lot of response from people, especially on Facebook, for some reason. People love fucking Sears. I got a lot of response from people that, you know, like, what do you what do you got against Sears? Just one thing, you know. So I'm going to go a little bit more in depth about my Sears experience. First of all, after that had happened, I did end up shopping there continuously afterwards. As I said before, I live close by a Sears, so that's why I went in there the first time. But after that, I was, at the time, I was making good money. And of course, when you start to make a little bit of money, they offer you credit cards. And Sears was the first company to call me up and say, hey, do you want a credit card? And I was thinking, well, shit, yeah, I could buy a video camera. I can make some movies or we're making videos for the band. So I thought, yeah, that's, that's a good thing to use it for. So, of course, they gave me a credit card. So I was like, okay, now I have uh, the ability to shop somewhere and pay it off later. The American dream, right? So that's why I went back to Sears many times and experienced the abuse that I did. So just to reiterate just a few small points, all the incidents that happened to me, and there were many, they usually happened at different Sears. Because when you live in LA, I lived in North Hollywood at the time, there's like 30 or 40 different Sears. So you can go to an endless amount and not worry about going to the same place. One of the Sears that I went to was in Northridge. And again, at that time, it was kind of the uppity area. 
I was going to get a toaster oven. And as soon as I walked in the door, somebody approached me immediately. And I think I was with my girlfriend at the time. And they said, oh, can I help you? Can I help you? And it wasn't like a nice way, like, hey, can I help you? You know, hey, let me help you out. That you would expect in a, in a general way. No, it was more like, let me get your problem out of the way and get you the fuck out of this store as quickly as possible. So I said, oh, yeah, I'm looking for a toaster oven. And her response was, seriously, her response was, I don't think any of our toaster ovens would be for you. That's what she said. Seriously, that was what she fucking said. I don't think any of our toaster ovens would be for you. And I was like, uh, okay. So I looked at my girlfriend and she looked at me and we're kind of like, what the fuck? So we walked out again. We were like, okay, this is the rich area. So maybe we expected that. So it wasn't like we were going to uh, throw a fit or, or cry or anything like that. It was like, okay, whatever. We left. No big deal. So again, we went to other Sears, um, got kind of, you know, the cold shoulder or whatever here and there, but nothing that bad. Just nothing that it's you, you kind of become used to it. So it doesn't bother you when it happens again and again and again. You just kind of laugh it off. Okay, fuck it. I, well, I still have this money that I want to spend. I still have this credit card. You know, when you're like 20-something years old, you're like, shit, I want to spend some money. I don't give a shit how people treat me. So then the final straw was it was around Christmas time. And, of course, I was using the credit card to buy Christmas presents for people. I was there the day before looking for some stuff. And no big deal. Nobody bothered me. It was a good time. So I went back the next day and I went to buy it. I don't even remember what the fuck I bought. Uh, I went to go pay for it and I handed the lady my card. She took it, she ran it. And then she looked at me weird. And I was like, okay, that's weird. Uh, and then she was like, excuse me, what's your name? And she said, can I see your ID? So of course I showed her my ID and I said, okay, here's my ID. And then she looked at me again. She's, uh, you know, got kind of nervous and she was all, this isn't you. I'm all, what do you mean this isn't me? And she passed me the card and it said like Juan Jimenez or something like that. And I said, no, that's not my card. There must have been a mix up. And then right there, it hit me immediately. It hit me that the day before I went to buy something and it was on the second floor. When I handed them my card, she must have given me back the wrong card. Because back in that day, there was no machine you swiped right in front of you like you people are used to today. You had to give them the card. They took it to a machine off to the side and ran it and then gave you your card back. And it was like a, you know, a much larger process than it is today. Obviously, the lady didn't give me my card back. She gave me somebody else's. So I was like, oh, shit. And then I immediately I said, oh, you know what happened? But of course, at that point, before I even knew it, right, there were two guys, huge guys, too. I mean, twice as tall as me, like six feet, six, five, something like that. Huge buff security. I didn't know they even know they were security guards at that point. They were right next to me. Excuse me, sir. Can we help you? And I was all, I was all, what do you mean? And I just said, oh, well, the card, I wasn't even nervous at this point because I didn't, I knew I didn't do anything wrong. So I wasn't even thinking about it. It didn't even cross my mind that they were going to treat me the way that they, they did. Uh, so I was just like, oh, I think they mixed up my card. This isn't my card. And now, of course, now that I think about it, they probably heard that excuse a million times, which is fine. Before I could even get the words out of my mouth, they grabbed my arms, jacked my arm back up behind my back, bent me over the corner, over the counter, slapped these uh, cuffs on me, didn't even say, hey, well, listen, there's obviously a problem with your card. Let's go into the back and talk about it. Uh, I wasn't trying to run. I wasn't 
doing anything wrong. No, they immediately fucking slammed me against the counter, put me in handcuffs. And then the worst part is, is as they were dragging me through the store, it wasn't like there was some back room. This was through the entire, from one end of the store to the other. They were yelling out the words, we have a thief. We have a shoplifter. Like loud, like throughout the whole store. Like basically to fucking humiliate me. They were screaming that. We have a shoplifter. We have somebody here. We have, we have a thief. They used the word thief and shoplifter. I remember that distinctively. They took me to their little fucking back room. They handcuffed me to the little thing in the back. And they were like, oh, you're going to jail. If this card comes back stolen, you're going to jail. I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell you. I didn't take the card. Look in my wallet. There's five other credit cards in there. Uh, ID, other bank card with my name on it. Why would I have somebody else's card? There's obviously been a mistake. And I tried to explain that to them, but they wouldn't listen. And they were like, no, you're fucking going down. You're going to be arrested. You better tell us everything. I'm all, there's nothing to tell you. So they were basically berating me inside their little uh, shoplifter section, treating me like shit. And I was like, okay, well, fuck. I didn't know what to do. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm being fucking arrested. They said they were going to call the cops, right? And then the head of security came down to talk to me. And he was a nice guy, somewhat of a nice guy. And he kind of said things uh, to me. He said, oh, so what do you think happened? I'm like, listen, this is what happened. I used my card yesterday. I said, check the security cameras, check whatever you have to check. Look at that. You will see that I used my card in here yesterday and they gave me back the wrong card. And he was like, oh, are you sure? I'm gonna look. It's on the second floor. I told him exactly where to look, what register to do. You go up there and you look. And if my card is there, then you'll know that I'm telling the truth. And he didn't believe me, right? He was fucking yelling at me again too. Like he started yelling at me and said, well, listen, this card just came back stolen and you're, I'm gonna have to call the cops and you're gonna straighten it out with them. You're going to jail tonight. And, you know, at that point, I was like, holy shit. That point, I was starting to sweat. I really was getting before that because I, I knew that I, I had did nothing wrong. So it didn't bother me. But the point that I realized it didn't matter if I did the right thing, I was still going to go to jail. That's when I started to get worried. And that's when I started to get nervous and anxiety and be like, oh, shit, wait a minute. They could arrest me off of a simple mistake and I'd be fucked. There'd be no way around it. It's their word against mine. I, obviously, I used the card by mistake. They didn't give a shit. So luckily, the guy actually did go up there and check. They came down. They finally, the guy was, was uh, uh, realized what had happened, and he realized he had made a mistake. Then he was apologetic. He uncuffed me and said, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. This was a terrible mistake, blah, blah, blah. And then he gave me a $25 gift certificate to use at the store, and he made me sign something. Now, at that point, I was so fucking riled up. I was so, like distraught because at that point I thought, oh shit, I'm going to jail because I was sweating it out for over a half an hour at that point, really thinking that I was going to get arrested for something that I did not do. Not to mention, I was finally starting to process what was going on. In the beginning, I had no, no time to process the information that was being thrown at me. As I was, uh, uh, you know, he's sitting there making me sign something. I don't know what, I don't even know to this day what the fuck he made me sign. I thought it was for the gift certificate, but it was probably something to say that I, I didn't have to sue him. So I left. I was so embarrassed because, again, I had realized at that point that they had fucking just called me a thief through the middle of the store and completely humiliated me that my car was parked on the other side. So I actually walked around the whole fucking entire building of Sears to get to my car and realized when I got to my car, the motherfuckers broke into my car and searched it which I had assumed was illegal because they all my shit was scattered everywhere. 
they must have taken the keys when they they uh because uh, they you know they they searched me and took everything out of my pockets and stuff. So they must have taken the keys and went to my car somehow. I don't know how they knew which car was mine, but obviously they did. And they fucking went through my car. And I could just imagine what it would have been like if I was a different color. But again, it's like it, after it was done, I was pissed off, completely humiliated. And I didn't think, you know, it's something like that. You, you think about it and it sucks. But I didn't even talk about it for like, I didn't even tell anybody it happened other than my girlfriend. But other than that, I didn't talk about it for like five or six years. And I had, uh, the strange part was I actually had nightmares for weeks after it had happened. I seriously, I don't know why, like it wasn't like in my mind, I was thinking, or in my logical world that I lived in, I was thinking, this is no big deal. It was a mistake. Who cares? I didn't do anything wrong. So what do I have to worry about? But the idea of being arrested or being uh, accused of something that you didn't do, it fucking haunted me. I had nightmares for weeks on end and I was very close to suing them. But the only reason I didn't. The only reason I didn't sue Sears is because I didn't want to go through it again because I was so fucking traumatized. And I know that makes me sound like a bit of a pussy, but it's the truth. I'm going to be honest with you. That's the way I felt. I mean, I held it in. I mean, I guess I could be called a man for holding it in and, and dealing with it. But at the time I was fucking distraught and I was seriously going to sue them, but I didn't want to have to go through it again because if in order to sue somebody, you have to do all this shit. You have to go through that. You actually have to, to talk about it again. I didn't want to talk about it anymore. I just wanted it to go away. And I could just imagine that if I feel that about as something as stupid as being mistakenly arrested for a credit card, imagine what women feel when they're fucking raped. Imagine what uh, people of color feel when they're fucking treated like shit because they're just buying some groceries. I mean, it's fucked up. That's how fucked up these people are. To fucking treat people like shit without at least taking the time to verify something. Again, it wasn't the fact that there was a mistake. People make mistakes. That wasn't the point. The point that pissed me off the most was the fact that they paraded me around the store calling me a thief throughout the whole store. Seriously, it was so fucking humiliating. And then the fact when I get back there and I try to explain it to them, they're yelling in my face. These two huge fucking guys yelling in my face saying, no, you're going to jail tonight. It doesn't matter what the fuck you say. It doesn't matter if this card comes back stolen, you're going to jail. That added to my hate for Sears. Just to let you know, after that, I did not shop there again. That was the straw where I said, fuck you, Sears. I didn't even pay off the credit card, by the way. A couple of days earlier, I'd bought like this really nice camera too. So that way we could film videos for Will-O-Wisp, my band. But after that happened, it was I had like $2,000 worth of stuff on there which is a lot of money back then in 90, I want to say 94, 95, somewhere around there. And I said, fuck it. I'm not paying this. I'm not fucking paying a dime. They can kiss my fucking ass. I don't care if it gives me bad credit. And even to this day, whenever I fill out a credit form or, you know, for a car payment or a car loan or something like that, they always ask me, oh, I see this thing about Sears on your uh, thing. Why didn't you pay Sears? You paid all your other stuff. Why is there a mark of Sears? And I explained to them the story about how I got arrested and they go, Oh, okay. No problem. Then we understand. It was almost like they knew they were expecting it. Like I wasn't the first person to tell them a nightmare story of the reason I ain't paying my fucking credit card from Sears. So there's gotta be other people out there with worse stories than me on Sears. Good riddance to them because clearly the way they train their employees, that's Sears's fault. The way they trained people to deal with the customers that they don't want in their store. 
because clearly if they would have known any better, maybe they should offer their, they sh maybe they should have offered their credit card to people in person rather than over the phone to where they can see them and vet them properly because they gave me the credit card over the phone. So they didn't know what a scumbag I looked like. And the funny part is at the time, I probably made more money than all of them. I was making really good money doing telemarketing. I was a manager of a telemarketing company doing sales. And for that time period, I was, I was doing pretty well, but shit happens. What are you going to do? So I wanted to elaborate on that. And that was the point I was trying to get across on the video is that people are treated like shit just for looking different. Maybe part of it is, is growing up and dealing with who you are as a person, learning how to deal with. Now, if that happens, I'll tell them to go fuck themselves, you know, because I'm older and wiser. That shit happens now. I would have done sued them the next day. But stuff like that still happens just to let you know, because not more than two or three weeks ago, I was in the supermarket. And people still treat me like shit. I don't think I look that bad. I don't think I look that scary. I don't think that. I don't know if I just give off that vibe. So it happened to me again recently. I haven't experienced it in a while. And the reason that is, is because over the last 12 years, I've been with my son. And usually when I go somewhere, my son is always with me. And for some reason, when you have a kid with you, it kind of just, it, it kind of gets you out of uh, the judgment thing. Like you could be the worst looking fucking person in the world, but if you have a kid with you, like, oh, well, he's a dad, he's trying. That's good. Oh, that's nice. Oh, he's trying to be a good father. But if I'm by myself, that's a whole fucking different story. Because I was in the supermarket getting something out of the aisles. It was early in the morning, so my son stayed home, and, you know, I just went to go pick up some milk or something like that, and... I was in the aisle and this lady and her kid was the kid was just talking to himself, you know, playing around like kids do no big deal. And he got, I was standing on one side of the aisle and he was about maybe five, 10 feet away from me. You know, he wasn't like, I wasn't in his business. He wasn't in my business. He was just playing around. And the mom was probably another five feet away from him on the other side. She looked over and she said, no, come here. I told you to come here. Now, normally I wouldn't have noticed that. I was like, whatever, kids getting fucking yelled at. I didn't even notice. But because she startled me with the noise she made, I glanced in that direction. Now, when I glanced in that direction, I saw the infamous look. And anybody who's been through this knows the fucking infamous look. The look of dread when somebody's disgusted by you, by who you are. Like, oh my God, you got fucking leprosy and we shouldn't have anything to do with you. That's the look she gave me as she pulled her kid in and yelled at him, treated him like shit. By the way, he didn't do anything wrong. He was just, you know, just standing there being a kid. I wasn't even in arm's length to kidnap him if that was her thought, you know? Like if she thought I was just going to grab her kid and run the fuck out of the store, which who the fuck does that anyway? If I was going to do that, I wasn't even anywhere close enough for that to happen. But she grabbed him, she pulled him in, yelled at him, and then looked at me with the fucking dirty look as if I did something wrong. And I was just like, I was just stunned at that point. So I just kind of, oh, okay, the, what did I do, you know? And then she grabbed him again. She turned around and then she yelled at him, don't go out of my sight again or something, something to that effect. Like yelled at the kid. The kid did, the kid's like fucking upset now thinking, what the fuck did I do? There was no precursor to that to that scalding. There was no nothing for her saying, you stay by my side. You stay by, you know, nothing. Just out of the blue, this kid gets yelled at. And what do you think that kid learns? That kid learns from that moment on, somebody like me is a horrible person. 
that if somebody looks different, they're bad for society. They're bad for kids. Now, listen, I'm just as, as, as I'm just as uh, uh, guarded with my child as anybody else, but I'm not going to be a dick about it. I certainly don't yell at my son. We talk about stuff like, Hey, if you see something strange, if you see something weird, definitely be on the lookout for it. But I don't yell at him for something. He had no idea what was going on. You know, I wait for action. If somebody did, if somebody did grab my kid, I'd knock him on the floor in two seconds. That's a fucking given. I certainly wouldn't assume that just by the way somebody looked. Would I keep an eye out? Of course I would. Would I be mindful of my surroundings? Of course I would. Who wouldn't? That's your job. But again, there's a right way to do stuff and there's a bitchy asshole way to do it and make people feel like shit. And that's what I'm against. I'm against the bitchy asshole way to do things. <laughs> I guess that's, that's the best way to put it. I judge people all the time. I'm prejudiced. I assume the worst of people. I do. But I don't show it unless I have to. I don't jump to conclusions unless something happens that gives me a reason to act on it. And that's all I'm saying is that people need to get off their high fucking horse and learn how to treat people with respect, whether they're a different color than you, whether they're wearing a skirt, a man wearing a skirt. Oh, but if it's a kilt, it's okay. Oh, that's cute if it's a kilt. Oh my God, they're so cultured. That's so cool. Fuck you. But if it's a black pleated skirt, oh my God, they're going to hurt my children. They're going to rape them because it's a man wearing a skirt. Oh, shut up. But it just seems we all have this weird attitude towards other people. But at least somebody on the receiving end of it, somebody who goes through it, is certainly more understanding than those that have never experienced it in their lives. And that's the funny part. I'm the fucking recluse. I'm the one that doesn't like being around people. And these people are fucking afraid of me. I'm afraid of them. I'm afraid of their ridicule. That's what I'm afraid of. But such the way is the world works. So that was the main point of the video. And if you read the comments below, you'll see that there's been a lot of people that have actually experienced the same thing. And it's kind of like a weird thing because I, I do feel paranoid sometimes like, I don't know if I'm being overly judged. Like, if I'm being overly judgmental about people judging me, that is a weird factor as well, too, because I'm so used to it. I'm almost immediately judging them and assuming that they're going to judge me. Nine times out of ten, I'm very right. But I do my best to get over that as well. So I was in Winco Foods. I was doing some shopping. And all of a sudden, these two guys came up right next to me. And it threw me off because I was, this. firstly, I looked out of the corner of my eye, I saw them and they said, uh, excuse me, sir. Hello. I was like, oh shit, here we go. Here we go. We're going down. They're going to arrest me. So I automatically judge. They said, excuse me, sir. Do you believe in God? Do you want to be saved by Jesus? And I was like, what? They threw me off. I was like, oh, what? I wasn't expecting that. And they said, do you believe in God? Would you like to join us for church? Uh, no, I'm an atheist, but I'm also kind of shopping here. So it's, it's kind of a weird moment to hit me up about God. And I just started laughing because I was like relieved that they weren't arresting me. And the fact that they were asking me about Jesus in the fucking supermarket in the produce section, I'm just trying to get some spinach. They said, okay, thank you for your time. And they walked away and I was just like, okay, whew. okay. Well, that wasn't what I expected. And I saw them asking other people too. And I saw people getting uncomfortable so I even went so far as I know it's a bit of a snitch thing to do, but I was concerned about other people because 
I don't think it's right that you ask somebody your religious affiliation and call them out in the middle of a supermarket. You know, what if they're Muslim or what if they're Jewish or what if they, you know. So I went to the counter and I told one of the ladies and I said, hey, you know, there's somebody over there asking people about their religious affiliation and it's making people feel uncomfortable. I just wanted to let you know. And another lady that was standing right next to me said, yeah, that's that's not right. The lady that I told she was like, oh, you're so right, sir. You should be able to shop without having that kind of uncomfortableness and stuff. I was like, okay, well, thank you. I appreciate your time. I just wanted to let you know. That's cool. But she didn't do anything about it. <laughs> she didn't. I watched her. She didn't call anybody. She didn't tell me. So obviously they must have been there on the store's queue. Somebody, a manager, somebody must have asked them to come in and ask the customers that at Winco because she didn't, she didn't call anybody. She didn't take care of the problem. <laughs> But, you know, if I would have said, hey, there was a black guy over there looking like he's going to steal shit, I guarantee you she would have picked up that phone and called security immediately. Go figure. You make your own judgment on that one. But that's the world we live in, people. That's the world we live in. It's the world we lived in 25 years ago. Is it getting better? I don't know. I don't think it is. I think some areas are better than others. Some people are better than others. And that's just the way fucking life is. Some people are ignorant, some people are smart, some people are nice, some people are assholes. And that's something we're never going to escape, no matter how many woke messages you send out there. You're always going to have this dumbass that just doesn't give a shit or doesn't understand. So we live on, and that's the way it goes. We live on through the pain, we live on through the situation, and I hope that you, anybody out there can relate to that. Let me know. I love to hear these stories. Definitely, if you want to tell me your story, I would love to hear it. You can email me at gothicsideoflife at gmail.com. You can join me on Twitter at gothicside, on Instagram at Davis or Facebook at gothicsideoflife. Okay, so here's the deal. For podcasts, you can go to gothicsideoflife.com and all my podcasts are there. If you want to see me on YouTube, if you want to see me in the funeral parlor here in my studio to see what it looks like, Go to my YouTube channel. It's at The Gothic Side of Life. Hit the subscribe button. Turn on notifications. You know the deal. I mean, it's, it's not that complicated. I'm sure you've done it with somebody else that you like. You can do it with me too. So let me tell you, the best thing that you can do to help me out is to share the gothic side of life with others. Tell your friends about me. Tell your uncles. Tell your ministers. Tell the nuns. Tell the preachers. Tell them I'm a sinner. Tell the people out there, tell them I'm a sinner and come a running, you know, and if you get the word out for me, uh, I definitely appreciate your support. It really helps me out. It's the equivalent of giving a homeless person $5. My goal here is to form an alliance of future corpses. And if you want to be part of that team, if you want to be a future corpse, then join me, email me, let me know who you are. And together we will achieve absolutely nothing. We're going to band together as one to create nothing and do absolutely nothing. And hopefully in the end, understand each other. That's the goal. Actually, I don't know what the fucking goal is. I'm just here to rant and rave, people. That's all I'm here for. You like it, you don't. I don't give a fuck. I appreciate it. But in the end, you know, your deal is your deal. My deal is mine. I'm going to do what I do and you do what you do. When you take the time to understand things, you will realize that we are absolutely nothing in the eyes of the universe. Thank you.